and fiends thanks for tuning in and i want to welcome all the iheart radio listeners yes you may be using these airways but we've been around for about 14 years and my next guests have been doing this shit for a long time music or otherwise um i also very important the dead milkmen want you to know that lice are still living in your eyelashes very important to note that i want to welcome right now my god by popular demand yeah, we're right here. Okay, good. I, I, yeah, actually, no. All right, so Erica Timko, Jess Timko, and Eric Kahn of Tia Carrera, the band. Welcome, yes. folks. We, I miss you guys. Miss you too, brother. I mean, it's been a while. Uh, Erica, well, and Jess. Yard Panther is the house band here on Kettle Whistle Radio, and I, you've heard them more than you've heard them on the air here because we don't get to talk to them too often. But I really, and Eric, we have a history as well. And uh, I just want to get back to, well, I don't know. What have you guys been doing during the quarantine up until this point? Um, me personally, just trying to survive and stay mentally and emotionally healthy. I'm mm-hmm. physically healthy, of course, you know, no one wants to get sick, but, uh, you know, with the sickness, as it were, shutting the world down, you know, put everybody in a pinch and you got to kind of reinvent yourself of how to just, A, stay entertained and B, not go crazy, not doing your regular things. Um, for me, it was really intense. I didn't get to play my drums for almost a year, which was fucking insane. I can't imagine uh, that for a drummer at all. It was terrible, dude. It was terrible. It, now, I've been able to implement ways to play, and you know, my technical abilities, like, it's about up to par where it needs to be. Um, and the rest is just kind of doing battle with your ego, talking shit to you like, oh, I'm, I'm going to suck when this is over, blah, 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 or, hmm. or whatever else. Um, the, the, the real trick, though, is getting back into the swing of peopling, if you, you know, in quotations there. I get being it. Being social again, um, you know, you're headlining. Wow, that's great. What time do you go on? 1230? Fuck that. I'm not, you know, not into it anymore because through quarantine, it's just like, yeah, man, I don't know how I feel about being up at the crack of dawn to play my music. Hmm. Um, to conclude, one other thing uh, was the stamina to play, you know, really hard and intense. It's coming back. But that was one thing that I noticed where I'm like, 
yeah, I got all my skills coming back real quick, but the 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 marathon physicality of uh, being um, in front of people, you know, it, well, playing heavy bruiser rock, you right, know, it's right. like there's a there's a cardiovascular thing, there's the whole muscular thing in your shoulders and your upper body, and it's just like you don't do it for a year, and you're like, oh yeah, man, that's what 51 feels like, as opposed to <laughs> I'm right there, dude. 21, where you're just like, oh yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, old man, um, <laughs> or whatever. I don't know if anyone would really say that, but no, they could. <laughs> we have a saying on this show, hear. actually. Uh, one thing I, I always say is we don't mess with drummers. I wouldn't. You shouldn't. You should I, not do I know that. You shouldn't because they're, they're also half insane. You know, I think a lot of them, maybe not me, but. I they'll, hit, they'll hit you with sticks. <laughs> I'm totally half insane. Um, Was that Jess back there? I don't know. I, I didn't chime in a little bit. Jess. <laughs> Hey Jess, don't, introduce don't yourself. Erica has talked on here a few times, but Jess, it's, I think it's been a long time. Uh, yeah, long time. Oh my god, how the hell are you? I'm doing great. Uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Of course. Again, uh, Jess and Erica, the girls of Houseband Yard Panther and the brilliance behind Baku Askew's Fashion Trashin. That is the YouTube. Ooh, sen- yeah. Hell yeah. That is the YouTube sensation right now, folks. You got to look up Fashion Trash, and we'll get into that in a little bit because uh, Eric's going to have to explain it. But I didn't want to cut Eric off because he is a drummer. <laughs> Don't do that. No, it's cool. It's cool to. I'm always. Uh, I don't know what to say. It's it's an honor to be invited to shoot the shit about anything that I'm doing. You know, the fact that anyone still cares after these years, all these years, is. Uh, I just feel honored. It's, you know, it's my pleasure, man. So. Actually, no, it's my honor. Um, I, I'm honored actually to have Eric Kahn of the band Tia Carrera, like I said earlier. Look him up, folks. Uh, we're talking, uh, my God, uh, I, I, hard rock. I don't want to say heavy metal. That's so overused now and unfortunately undercut as well. Um, your band, would you call it like uh, sludge rock, rock, heavy rock, fuzz rock? What do you call Tia Carrera? Heavy instrumental, you know, rock and roll. We we've we were just jamming. Um, the guitar player Jason Morales, the very key component there. Um, brilliant guitar player. Um, one of those cats that you know when people will reference a famous guitar player like Eddie Van Halen or Jimmy Page or Jimi Hendrix. Well, of course a guitar player or a musician of any instrument will probably be influenced by something of that, a person of that caliber. Um, but very, I, you know, seldom does uh, a musician actually really captive, you know, capture some of those, that essence of some of those greats. Well, to me, when I first met the guy, Jason Morales, I was like, that mofo's got the Hendrix fingers. <laughs> he's got it in his tone. He's got, you know, it's not like he's emulating or copying him, but he's got some of that that magical juju that you just can't quite describe. And when I first moved down there to Austin in 95, he had this band um, from Olympia, Washington at the time. He had relocated here to Austin, Texas, and he had this trance syndicate record label band called Starfish, and they were amazing. Look up Starfish for reference of this guy's, some of his past works. And I remember thinking to myself when I, I first saw him, 
Like, I want to play with that dude. He just had this <laughs> sound and this tone. And in that band, it was it was punk rock. It was standard issue, 90s, you know, grungy punk rock. You know, here's a fast song, here's a slow song, whatever, 90s, whatever. They were killer. Um, but I, I just was, you know, totally floored by his whole approach to his sound and his guitar. Anyway, when... What would become Tia Carrera started years later, late 90s. We were just jamming. I mean, literally just jamming. We weren't trying to write songs out of those jams. We were just dicking around, smoking a bunch of weeds, passed the bottle of wine, and just cut loose. And that was another one of those Hendrix references because it was just, you know, oh, yeah, I saw Jimi Hendrix back in the day. He played for two hours, and he played three songs. <laughs> Cast my drift. I've heard this. You yeah. know, there's... A lot of improv going on. Same thing with with Zeppelin, where you know if you you, you the, the further they got in their their uh, their career before Bonham died, you know they would play those songs, but they would play a whole bunch of other shit that might become a song later on down the line in another record. Right. But there was this improvisational, just jamming, and we. We we just got into that. Yeah, you we you were, you guys encompass that. Uh, you can do a five minute song. You can do a sixteen minute song. Yet it's so encompass like involving. Yeah. Like it's unbelievable. Yes. Well, thank you. That's exactly what it was. We were we were just trying to steer away from just you know pop music, pop culture. Whether that's heavy metal, whether that's you know bubblegum rock, whether that's indie rock. Everything is the same thing. Verse, course, verse, course, mm. bridge, verse, course. And we're all cool with that. That's great. That still works, and that's lovely. But... However, <laughs> sometimes when you're creating, you don't want to fuck with that. You don't want to think about what the listener wants or needs. You're like, <laughs> the listener ain't here, man. The listener is you, you, and me, and we're going to just get high on playing our instruments together and that's what's up. And we started to record. Um, you know, we were jamming like every Friday at, in Jason's spare bedroom. And we didn't have a name. We didn't have any idea what we were doing. We weren't trying to be some new band. This is our new band. It wasn't a new project. It was just, you know, he and I and whoever we could get to play bass for a while mm -hmm. and just you know, we would reference things like, yeah, man, you know, old shit, but kind of maybe crossed with the Melvins or nice. sleep or, oh uh, shit. Yeah. You know, just shit. That was, there was a, that band golden for a while. They went off to do trans Am. Uh, John Theodore was the drummer. He went on to play with, uh, Queens most recently Queens of the stone oh, age, oh, but, um, okay. Uh, fucking, the, the, uh, come on, help me out, ladies. The Mexican dudes. Yeah, at the driving. They're, they're not being uh, much help back there, are they? <laughs> um, anyway, what are they called? Mars Volta. He was. Ah, the, yes, 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 yes. Short lived, but I really enjoyed short -lived, it. Short lived, but he was easily the best drummer. I mean, John or what's his name, Frigden, Thomas Prigden, I think, hmm. came in. Another incredible, uh, clinic esque drummer, but John Theodore had some shit like some magic he's got that thing where you're like yeah you got skills and technical ability and stunts and all mm -hmm. but again referencing back to tia and our influences is like 
stunts and technical ability is groovy, but you can almost throw it in the can if you don't have that magical part. And that's the part that, you know, still in all these years we've been listening to music and rock and roll or whatever, you can't quite put your finger on it. Right. You know, it's been discussed ad nauseum in a thousand interviews and a thousand um, articles, but you know, Led Zeppelin, for example, they're not perfect. Mm -hmm. There's fuck ups on every record. I agree. You know what you're listening to. And I love them, but I agree. I found them myself. Deep, deep dive. Yeah. You find them. Stones, for example, um, even uh, what's a real Jew uh, two full of like crappy playing that makes the song incredible. Well, you know, you know, you, you, you know um, I actually um, uh, <laughs> funny you should say that uh, Bono. I always quote this one, too. He's uh, famous for saying that, well, you know, the edge sometimes forgets how to play certain songs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I love that live. Like I, I think that's hysterical. It shows a, a certain humble approach. Um, but yeah, so again, Eric Kahn, the last of the organic bands. <laughs> I, I, you honestly, you encompass the whole thing. That the reason that you get into a band is a guy like you. And I met you and I saw you live, so I can say that. Um, I dig your everything about it. Um, we're gonna we should give them a dose. Um, and I have a few songs here to choose from because my. Uh, Sister from another planet there, Erica, picked Slave, Cylinder, Early Purple, Hazy, Winter, or Layback. Which of those four would you approve, or do you have something different? Um, those are all really good. Those mm-hmm. That's more recent stuff, and so that's very, very accurate to play right now. What would you I, like? I would say the Layback, because that's current... That's our most recent record. We're still playing that right now. You know, it's, we're not tired of it yet. It's not an old jam. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> so that one, yeah. Let's give Play them. A, well, let's give them a taste, and then we're gonna come right back here with Erica Timko and Baku Asku, Fashion Trash, and she is the brilliance behind Fashion Trash, and of course with her sister Jess Timko, and we got Eric Khan from Tia Carrera. Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back and dig on this. All right.
Carry Me is the voice of Frylock, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Hmm. All right, here we go. Folks, friends, and fiends, hey, thank you so much for tuning in. And again, today, house band Yard Panther, Jess and Erica, Timco, and of course, Tia Carrera's own Eric Khan. And uh, all I can say is you just heard them, and you've been hearing these girls for a long time as well. Well, our intro, our outro, and sometimes in between. And uh, Erica is... (laughs) What can I say, man? YouTube explosion of fashion trashing. Can you explain that real quick for our audience members? My sister from another, like, uh, what planet are you from anyway? I'd say Zeta Reticuli uh, Galaxy, but. <laughs> um, if you know, I had to explain how to pronounce it, you'd probably have to like rip out your tongue or oh. something like that, reattach it in some weird way. She's going all but, hard, um... hardcore now, I understand. <laughs> well, it's Halloween, you know. It's October. It's Halloween. Thank God yeah, it okay. is. But um, yeah, I mean, I just came up with this show. Gosh, when was that? Back in 2016. I was gonna maybe do like a live action thing, but then I realized how pathetic that would be if I played several different characters. So instead, <laughs> what was my cheapest option? I'm gonna go ahead and get some socks. So I made some socks, made some puppets out of them, and uh, yeah, I had all these storylines, and then just perform these storylines, and we're now in our sixth season, uh, approaching the seventh here coming up in 2022, and it's just been a lot of fun. It's cool. It's a real fun uh, collaborative project to do with other folks. Um, other artists, musicians, and um, it's just been a lot of fun. Just it, goofing off, having uh, fun, doing art with your friends. It's so exciting to be a part of it, too. You And you do. You get your friends involved, not to mention rock stars. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but when I met you girls, man, I hired you to do a party uh, in the floor below me here in Helm's Deep. Wow. Um, yeah, Foxy, Foxy Death Box was the band. And you got... Here's oh, a fun fact. Tremendous. Um, I don't know if you know this, but we call you Party Dave. Oh, no. And that originates because you had hired us to uh, play Denise's birthday party, I think back in like 06, maybe? Yes, folks, that would be D-Nice. She used to be on these airwaves, but yes, that is correct. Her birthday, yes. It was in August yeah. 14th. Hot as hell, but we had the, well, you guys, your girls it played the basement. You hotter kicked, in the basement. You kicked ass, and you, you like, apologized the whole time. Like, no, 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 you don't understand. This is great. This is great. And the funny part is that uh, her grandma, her grandma was there, and she got mad. She got mad when people would walk out, like, get in there. Give those girls a chance. What's wrong with you? You don't walk in. playing in there. Get back. It was so funny. Do you remember her? I, I can't say I do. I met a lot of people that night, but I think that that's really yeah. sweet of her to say. Yeah, yeah. you did. Uh, you, 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 your your uh, encore was "Walk Like an Egyptian." Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> it was great. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. It was like a lifelong dream at that point. I was like, I want to play a bangle song in my all-girl band. <laughs> no, when that happened, it was pretty much dream achieved. So. Oh well, you're, you're doing it again. And when I met you, including Halloween parties that you came to or I went to yours, you were always into yep. Pee Wee's Playhouse, and I kind of like fashion trashing is not a big surprise to me after knowing you. <laughs> it really isn't. Yeah, you know, just slightly influenced by that show and its artwork. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Slight. Slightly. Eric, Eric, did you know what you were getting into when you met these girls? Or no, not right away. But it's it was <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know, I gotta say, since you asked that, I know you were kind of joking, but you know, <laughs> no, that really. creative rambunctiousness. Oh yeah. Um, I just made that up. Where 
I like that. There's there's the creative, and you know you got an inspiration. You want to do this thing. <laughs> How cool is that? But then you you have a mixed media sort of creative with the sock puppets and everything else. Um, I don't know. I like it. It's just outlandish and goofy. These it's it's these personalities, the Timco sisters. Oh God, yes. Personified <laughs> in this you know, make believe world. It's, um, <laughs> I, 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 there it's, it's hard to say really with them sitting right here. They know. know I'm involved. <laughs> I make, I help with some of the props, the 3d props. I do know that. Um, yeah. Uh, and I've done a few characters, but I think it's, uh, it's just a crazy weird thing. And it's, I think it's, it references our culture right now where, social media your show right here like everything's in flux in transition what's new what's next but what is still tried and true is that you know creative people just want to make weird shit and if you have a a platform to share that weird creative energy Mm -hmm. you know it might not catch on right away but sooner or later people go what's this weird thing and they're inspired by it and they're like Oh, this is just, you know, excellent and terrible and wonderful and <laughs> crazy and hilarious and all these, you know, everything, everything's hitting on in the red. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just summed I up. Might not, I you, don't know if I explained that very well. You actually but, did. Yeah, you, I, you, you summed up Primus's career. <laughs> I think he's better explaining it than I am. Right. Eric's just going to be the spokesman from now on. Yeah, he's he's our spokesman. Just talk to him. Talk you, to you him. see what you, do you see what you just did to yourself? Um, all right, really important though. We should we should we should announce this. You uh, Tia Carrera has two shows coming up, correct? Yeah. Um, Let's not forget that real quick, and then we'll get back into other stuff. Okay. I mean, it's it's we still feel like we're we're not out of the woods yet with the pandemic and everything. And so we've been right. slowly just trying to play out. Yes. And, and appreciate the plug. I didn't realize that was going to happen. That's really cool. I was going to do uh, it at the end of the show cool. too, but I think people should know right away. Well, it's, we have been playing these early free shows where it's outside. It's not big rock show. Oh, I better get my good jeans clean before I go profile at the, you know, hot show or whatever. It's just more like good jeans. the proverbial party at the moon tower, which is an Austin, Texas reference, but like just, you know, backyard pa- uh, party on the patio. ZZ top reference right there. Exactly. Just chill. Everybody can be chill. Everybody can wear masks or not wear masks because we're outside it's chill it's early you can get home at a decent hour and sort of um kind of dipping our toes into returning to the realm of uh you know Norm. rock show performing and all that <laughs> got you got you yeah we we had like eight tickets to eight great shows all of which got canceled and that sucks um i don't know but it makes sense that they were you know right it does no it really does i'm okay with that because they were taking the responsibility um but yeah at the same time like uh, how do you feel is there anxiety getting back on that stage with a group of folks in a club for me yes and that's kind of what i was referencing where you you take a year or the better part of two years off 
and it's like the music comes back, the playing comes back. Um, I was kind of self-deprecating on losing some of the stamina for the like real heavy rocking and all that. Yeah, it's coming back. What is like you just referenced the anxiety, the social anxieties of not performing so much. It's not like I'm getting nervous for that shit. It's the nervousness or mm-hmm. not even nervousness, but the social anxiety of quote unquote peopling. Yes. Cause now, now you have that energy of like, you want to talk to everybody. You haven't seen them. Right. You want to hug them. Wait, is it safe to hug them? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and be present with everybody. Some people are not that way. I like to be that way. Like, Hey, you took the time to come to the show. You come take the time to come shoot the shit with me. Hey human, how the hell are you? And <laughs> yeah. that is an energy that you got to have. And when you don't have it for a better part of two years, it's like, Oh, whoa. And so looking in, into that, Oh, I got a show tonight. It mm. adds up. And then you're thinking about like, Oh wait, are we, are we hosting a super spreader event uh, and all yeah. of the things that we've been as a, as a culture, as a society have been kind of carrying on our backs for the last couple of years, you know, you want to do the right thing. Let, let's all get healthy. Let's stay healthy. So we can have these shows and party and connect and hug our friends and celebrate life. And, um, yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought. It's all I right, man. No, no, you're going all Yoda on me. You unlearn what you've yeah. learned, you know. Um, it, it could be a really great thing because with the absence of doing live music and, you know, art openings and, you know, sports ball games or whatever the fuck, it's like there's aspects of our of humanity in our in our society that really celebrate not politics and division of politics yeah. or differences of opinions, but we're just humans and we like to have a good time. We like to eat, drink, and be merry and do those things with Together. other people. Together, and yeah. Yeah, and so when you're sitting at the bar and the band starts to sound check and you turn over your shoulder and you're like, yeah, what <laughs> the fuck is that? These Who is this? And you get all razzed and you look at your friend and you're like, Fuck yeah, and you raise a toast to whoever's about to play next. Everyone misses that. Yeah, Not yeah, to it, mention the band you go to see, right? And you're like so, excited because you hear feedback. <laughs> feedback, uh, and like, ah, oh, man, yeah. hey, you're I, doing it. You I know? can smell so, that amplifier. Oh, my God. Um, that is one of the best smells ever. I Two agree. Bands. I agree. Uh, actually, on that note, now, Eric, I'm going to let you think about the next song we're going to play, but I need to ask Erica... Well, Eric, are you there still? I'm here. We're here. Miss Fashion Trashin <laughs> herself. We're listening. Yeah, we're, we're just taking yeah. it all in. Well, well Jess and I have discussed before, I'm kind of like the Jay and she's my silent Bob. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get I that. Know. I totally get um, that. But you need to tell us about the upcoming um, ho- Halloween Spooktacular. OMFG, folks. This Saturday, October 16th at 8 p.m. Central Time on Bokusku TV on YouTube. Tune in for the Fashion Trash and Halloween Spooktacular 666. It's our uh, sixth annual sixth Halloween annual. Spooktacular with, I think we have 17 special guests. Wow. Uh, four school guests. And it's just going to be a great time. 
It's on... Halloween. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Time for exactly. Time for <laughs> it's almost 20 minutes long, too, which is... Oh, that's so cool. Holy shit. You had a lot of work to do there. Dude, it is a labor of love. I probably started on this when it was about the beginning of August, and I still have, I, I have a couple more finishing touches I want to put to it, but um, it will rest assured be out this Saturday. It's important and to note really that yeah. there are tons of rock stars on this show, but vocally, and Eric Kahn being one of them, and uh, I, I'm Barney Chose. That's me. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And and Jess, we're gonna get into your role there in a little bit here. But um, I asked Eric to pick a song next, and then we'll get right back, and we're gonna talk more about Fashion Trash and Tia Carrera. Can I request a Tia Carrera song? Uh, that yeah, you're sitting right next to him. <laughs> Do it. I'm calling Slave Cylinder because yeah. that is my. Jam by them guys. That, can I point out the, the origin of that song? Like, yes. So we have jams, right? That's why and, we do this. They, yes. They become songs because it's like, hey, man, what do you want to do? What was that thing we did last blah, blah, blah? And so <laughs> if it's good, it sticks around. You know, um, Jason comes up with a lot of the licks, of course, and he kind of has an idea of like, well, here's another part. We don't count out the measures. We don't talk about very much anyway i digress the point of my rambling here is slave cylinder was born out of the fact that the beat that's the beginning of slave on tattoo you rolling stones it's very noteworthy that i was banging my head for no reason just then how right on. Yeah. well so anyway it wasn't like that was what we jammed the the music off of but that was the groove of the tune and i would just reference that new jam at the time as slave because as a drummer that was kind of the beat you know Mm -hmm. charlie watts kicks off that beat to slave on tattoo you with that similar kind of groove and because this new jam at the time had that kind of groove we just referred to that as slave and so when it became a track for the new record at the time I was like, well, we can't call it that. That's the fucking Stone song, man. And, you know, <laughs> anyway, I knew of this, uh, like a, what do you call it? What's the comic books that are really uh, super, what are, they, what are they called? Like uh, a real fancy comic book. It's gra- real Graphic thick. novel? Graphic novel. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It was a graphic novel and it had a bunch of different artists. And there was this one called Slave Cylinder. And it's kind of featuresque. Hmm. Uh, Oh, you know, Mad Max type of post-apocalyptic weirdness. Yeah. And uh, Wiley Coyote kind of shit. <laughs> uh, desert weird shit. Uh, I, I can't remember the artist or the writer. They were two different things. Um, but the storyline is called Slave Cylinder. And it was brilliant. It was one of the best, best things in this graphic novel that I'm terribly vaguely re- referencing. But I remember, you know, bitchin', bitchin', witches think cookies are bitchin'. That was a line in there for some reason. Anyway, (laughs) Slave Cylinder was a reference to a part of the car. Your brakes. That's what I'm familiar. That's where it comes from. But so there was this multiple references. Joe Average would just go, why is this, this jam's referred after, you know, your fucking, you know, power brakes. 
Well, for me, for me, to no one included, it was referencing this kind of vague shout out to this graphic novel artist and writer who wrote Slave Cylinder. Couldn't tell you the names. I would be fucked for it. You know, I don't know. Well, I got Uh, news for you right now. I guarantee some of our listeners, there's a lot of them now. Um, they will know. Somebody will come at me about that, and I'll and I'll let you know. The names, like I have that. I'm looking at that. I just read that. You you probably just made somebody's day. Seriously, that's been so. sitting on this comic forever. Someday. Someday. <laughs> All right, slave cylinder, folks. Tia Carrera, stick with us. We'll be right back. Unless I hit my microphone like ten more times.
but you should be. There are things that's well here in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. All right, I'm back. I'm sorry. There was some doggy maintenance there, but apparently we all, uh, sometimes talent has to take a pee too. So it does happen. I just thought of this too. Like my last show ever, I'm just going to like leave halfway through and just record. <laughs> and see what happens. And just, you would have got some good material if you would have just well, that you, right now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, boy. Oh, no, no, no. We have a saying We have a saying here on Kettle Whistle Radio. The best conversations happen off air. Uh, so anyway, what were you guys talking about? <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, you don't know. Well, it is me on the show today. <laughs> I have a question, actually, for well, all of you. Um that Gretsch kit that I still have in Helm's Deep, um, I, I know Jess played on it. Did Eric get to play on that? Uh, Eric? No, I don't think so. He didn't get to. Okay, but Jess, you did. That's a Gretsch kit from, I, I think it's 65. It's a classic kit. Dave Grohl well, would like it. to get his hands on it. <laughs> haunted yeah. room. That's the only um, Yeah, that was the first actual drum kit I played on Yeah, was that kit. I'm so glad you uh, got so to, I- though, Jess. I'm so glad you got to. I actually yes, really I'm glad it got use and it was you. What co- what what's the what was the wrap? What was the finish? Oh god. Um I'll send you a picture. It's all right now it's all like uh unfor- well I take good care of it. Um I set it up a few times cuz my dad used to play and teach me and I I set it it's really funny. Like my dad like I set this this kid up. It's again 60s classic Gretsch kit. Set it up for him and he was a brilliant drummer. And we get down to the basement. I give him a few beers, and he sits down. And he's like, "Dave, I forgot how to play." <laughs> oh. It was like an awful moment, but at the same time, uh, you know, he's older now. That <laughs> so. yeah, sounds like stage fright. Well, it was he just me. <laughs> Meanwhile, he could kick some ass on that thing. All right, but anyway, so. Now, you, Eric, uh, you've been around a while. You've been through several bands, from what I understand. Um, yes. Right now, you're not, you're not new to it, but you're there's some youngins and some new listeners right now that are getting to know you. Um, how did you come up with the name for your band? For Tia Carrera? Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, <laughs> so, like I mentioned earlier, there was no plan behind the band. It wasn't a new project. It wasn't discussed. Jason and I were the guitar player. We're just jamming, just literally jamming, just fucking around. We weren't trying to uh, write songs out of the jams we were coming up with. We were just cutting loose and going. And then we started to record. 
you know, whatever on a boom box, on a four track, <laughs> um, CDRs had just started to happen. So we would burn a CDR and then then you know, we were jamming every Friday and then the next Friday, you know, get the previous jam and listen to it and, and discuss it and trip out on, on it and go like, wow, this is really cool. But you know, I, I got to interject here chasing down the name question you were asked. Um, we appreciate and respect the, the quote unquote jam bands of the world, like the grateful dead or, or fish or some shit. I don't even know. Cause I'm not into it. We are not into it. But like bands. where's the big, but I'm not dissing those bands, but that's not what we're into. I, I, like I agree. I agree. We like the Melvins, like Led Zeppelin, you know, like, you know, like, like Johnny cash, you know what the fuck? And you know, like good music. I, First Pretenders records, one of the best records ever in the history of rock and roll. Anyway, I digress. There was no plan behind Tia Carrera. And so the name fits right in that storyline of no plan. And the only thing that I can really say that was thought about was one time at an after hours at the old Starfish House on Old Torf Road um, here in Austin, late night partying. Jason Morales and I had a discussion about the appeal of a feminine name for a hard rock outfit. Mind you, Queens of the Stone Age was not a band yet. Right. Um, I had just seen Starfish. They had played. We were at their house doing after-hours party activities. And one thing that stuck out to me, you know, fast forward to the beginnings of what would become Tia Carrera mm -hmm. was the appeal of a feminine name for a hard rock outfit in that when you're in the record bin and you've never heard Slayer, but you come across the name Slayer, <laughs> you know exactly what the fuck they sound like. That's and that's great, but it's exclusive. Like if you like earth, wind and fire Slayer might appeal to you, but then when you listen to it, nah, it's not happening, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do love so both bands. So I must say, <laughs> Me too. Likewise, I think, and that's kind of what I referenced that. Yeah. But you know, there's there's an exclusiveness to the all heavy dude rock, you know, <laughs> the, rock. the yes. beard, the Sabbath, the fucking tattoos, the whole fucking thing, which is great. I'm not slamming it, but it's exclusive. And if you don't fit that description, you know, you're not in the gang, bro. And we mm -hmm. wanted to have a band that was like, hey. It's a family affair. It's a party. Come hang out. Yeah, it's loud and heavy, but you want to be here. It feels good. It feels good right up in your guts. Yeah, you have, you have fuzz beats in your face, and girls can actually dance to it. You know, and, uh, That's a bingo. That's the thing. You can shake your bottom to it. Boom. That's really a great thing about the band. So anyway, to the, to the name, we would record on a Friday and then jam the next Friday, and then Morales would give us – a recording of the one previously and he would write in sharpie on these this brand new medium called cdr recordable <laughs> cds of have you heard of it yeah of anyway course. it's old timey <laughs> nowadays can you spell that for me? <laughs> anyway and he would write some names on on this with sharpie on the disc mm -hmm. and some were good some were terrible um anyway he was kind of going through his hot asian face this is terrible that's cultural appropriation and sexist at the same time folks he did but say hot asian phase not face okay phase because he he was dating a very very attractive um of asian descent local favorite lady she was 
we all knew her. We were all friends with 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 uh, Miss Emily, and so maybe that had something <laughs> that, to do with dude, it. Dude, dude, that sounds like um, a, another whole episode. It, it could have been. It was, but anyway, he wrote no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, he wrote oh. Tina Carrera. We we oh, did not hard. realize that was the chick's name. That she was the actual. She was playing a cameo in the Wayne's World thing. It didn't know that. Didn't know. I mean, it's a great film, I guess, or whatever. It's a cult classic. Nostalgic. No, no, no. Nostalgic. Has Eric, nostalgia. has jack shit to do with the name. <laughs> and I knew it because I was like, when I looked at Tia Carrera, I was like, I thought, obviously, Wayne's World. But I was like, he spelled it like the Spanish word for fast or race-like. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's cool. And it had that flair. It had that feminine name. And it wasn't the actress, but it was, it just had this thing, had a flair to it. Yeah, fragile, not breakable. Exactly. Um, and then, so anyway, we were still not a band. A few weeks later, for a, it was a skate park benefit for one of the first skate parks to be built here in Austin. Um, and we were asked to play this this thing, and we were like, you know, they wanted this other band. They wanted this alter ego band of Tia um, that predates Tia called Migas, which was a post Starfish band. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. joined it. That's another whole topic. And we, we we couldn't play because our other guitar player lives in the Northwest, the Seattle area, Tacoma specifically. But anyway, this is 2000, May of 2000. And they were like, well, it's just, it's you and Jason, whatever, your fucking band play. And so we got with one of my bandmates um, in another band called the Dismukes, this bass player, Andrew Duplantis, who knew Jason. We were all one tribe at that era of old Austin. And Jason and Andrew had said, yeah, let's just do this thing. Because Jason had, had told Andrew, yeah, I've been jamming with E-Rock and we just do this freeform, you know, jazz odyssey. That's a, uh, what do you call it? Spinal tap reference just now. <laughs> um, tongue in cheek, no pressure, whatever. And so we're going to play this fucking benefit, the skate park benefit. And uh, we didn't have a name. And so it was like, well, we got to give them something. So they just put it up there on this poster <laughs> and it was like, well, what about that last one? It was like, Tia Carrera. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Just make sure they spell it like that. Not like the actress. <laughs> right, like, yeah. Tia Carrera. And, uh, and so we did, and people lost their shit, and they dug it. And That's great. That sort of begins the our history, because then the next thing we played, there was a new bar in town, and this is back before the big explosion. There was really only a handful of bars to play um, in the – Music capital of the world. Anyway, uh, um, it was called Room 710 at 710 Red River. They were a brand new club. They were in cahoots with uh, original old emos also on River Red River. And this new band, um, or new band, new bar called uh, Beerland, rest in peace. Um, and that was really it for the hard rock or punk rock or indie rock or whatever in Austin, Texas, late 90s, early 2000s. So this new bar, Room 710, had a Monday night gong show, what was kind of <laughs> like an open mic thing. Yeah, me, like, me, hey, me, man, me we- Eric, Eric, me and you remember the gong show. 
Fuck yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gene, <laughs> Gene, the dancing machine. Absolutely. Anyway, that was my favorite part of the whole show. Um, <laughs> Chuck Barris, yeah. No, Barris. 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 I would say Barry. Yeah, Chuck Barris was the host. Chuck and, Barry. Um, oh, my. Uh, I mean, we can go down that rabbit hole. Anyway, so we played this gong show for all these old cats who had this new bar called Room 710, and they were floored. Everyone was floored. And we... They gave us a a Friday night happy hour to be the house band for Friday night happy hours, and that was our band practice for two years. How we cool! We never heard we're an improv band, man. How we're cool! How how band. cool was that? It was it it afforded us a career with that band. Nice. You know, there here's this thing we thought: how are we going to present this this gratuitous wanking you know, long-winded jams, instrumental. Wait, is this the same song? You know, you can imagine our <laughs> friends thinking this, watching this. Is this the same song? Should I clap yet? You know, like when we get a quiet part or something. Or who's singing? Who's, are they going to sing? You know, it was just not what we thought would take hold or have any sort of fandom or appreciation. They, We were getting the benefit of the doubt for our friends because it was – couple of dudes that they knew threw down right and then when we we started to play out with uh, andrew when we first started he's a real incredible bass player one of the best in the world ringer um brag on that guy for a while but anyway mm-hmm. um we needed a name we used the last one that was on the the last cdr from the last you know house jam that we were doing we were just dicking around for ourselves uh, with ourselves, pun intended, um, <laughs> Tia Carrera, and then it became a thing. And it was like, it happened so fast without any thinking about it. We, there was no way to, you know, rescind it and go, oh, okay, well, we can't use that name or whatever, or, you know, we're going to be called something, you know, more contrived and more specific. Like usually happens with your band name, any band name. You know? Of course, of course. Uh, so um, that's really the the long of it. No, <laughs> the, 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 perfect. Thank you. Good story. Yeah, we're, yeah. Are you clapping, girls? Clap, clap. Yes, yeah, so right. that was me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Absolutely so, yeah. amazing. And I'm gonna put you girls on the spot in just a second here. But Eric needs right. to pick the third song. Uh, I would say between early purple and hazy winter. So you think on that, but I'm going to ask Jess, my dear, what is your technical job on fashion trashin? Um, (laughs) I I am the aunt to to fashion. Erica's the mom and I'm the aunt. And uh, (laughs) I paint a lot of the backgrounds for fashion trashin. That's all you, Uh, the backgrounds. Most of the backgrounds, anything that's painted, that is hand painted by moi. That's and awesome. I, By the way, your painting is still up in our guest room. Oh, I love it. That's one of my favorite paintings. And it, I'm so glad it went to a great Actually, home, it's so. one of my favorites, too. I love it. Love it. That's that's original. That's one of my so one of the first. You're, I, and I see that view every time. So, yeah. You know the view, obviously. Um, so, again, uh, what else – are you just <laughs> does she just put you to work or um she, she gets me writes me on a list and she, 
This I do. Actually, I write around yeah. a whole list. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> over the next, like, three months, if you can, you know, do this background, that background. And she does. Yeah. She delivers. Mm-hmm. And they're always really fantastic and Aww. detailed. Oh, cool. Lead yeah. visual technician. I like the sound of that. I that like is that. good. Yeah, I never know. I'm like, visual technician. Yeah, I paint some backgrounds, paint some things, you know. Again, <laughs> folks, but, uh, folks, if you're not familiar, Fashion Trashing on YouTube, man, don't miss it. It's so much fun. The spooktacular is coming up. Yes. Yes. And yeah, I got a big time question. When we come back, I'm going to lead off with Erica because I got a big question for you. Um, And Eric, what is your next song? I would, of the ones you picked out, I would say Early Purple. If I could interject and say Taos off the most recent one, I I really dig Taos. You know what's funny? Um, when I first met you, I was going to get into that later. No, we played something that you suggested from your first album, I think. You yeah, don't, you, don't, you don't remember. That was a long night. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was. Whatever, you, um, of the ones you've picked, I would say Early Purple. But if you have something else, I prefer that. Off the most recent record, oh. Tried and True, I would say Taos. Okay, yeah. Boom. All right, we'll play that. But yeah, you were very particular about what we play on that that first time I interviewed you. You probably have well, no memory that of that. Band. <laughs> that was a different band, oh, and yeah. I knew yes, yes, that what what you would need, nice. what would translate, would be, you know, that band had some instrumentals too. That I would, I'm referencing to Magnet School. Oh um, hell yeah! And so I wanted to give you something that would 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 translate, uh, okay, better with, you, you know, the, the medium of what you. Which you're working. Sounds good, man. We're going to play that right now. Um, and we'll get right back. And we're going to take a deep dive with Erica Timko here from Baku Asku. Fashion trashing. We got Eric Khan, Tia Carrera. Yeah. Not the girl, the band, motherfuckers. All right, come back. Yeah. Love you. <laughs>
mask and the wackiness of Boku Askew TV. A YouTube channel featuring sock puppets, irreverent comedy, bizarro imagery, and oddball silliness aplenty. To watch now, visit youtube.com slash Boku TV. Like uh, hey, Tanarawen and uh, <laughs> um, Bambino, this these North African desert Saharan bands, okay. and, and, and it was before they kind of were getting traction in the states. And I was like, you know, it'd be drummer friends or whatever. Like, man, what are you jamming out to? Or skater friends or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, I just kind of nod and smile. I'm like, yeah, nothing with a full trap kit and uh, minimal electric guitar and like not a word of English and uh, <laughs> you know, I don't even know this, these desert uh, nomad bands. I've been rocking out some Boogie Town USA seventies <laughs> punk. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. I mean, Roll that, bounce. that's Skate. always, a, that's a funny conversation. Like, what are you jamming up to? I'm like, seventies ah, not what you probably think. Uh, that was actually a question that, that, that was actually a question I had for you. So, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening, folks. We're back with Eric Kahn of Tia Carrera. We've got Yard Panther in the house, Erica and Jess. Are you? Hi. Yeah, they're, 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 they're in the background <laughs> making noises. Um, very, very. This is important to note and important to nobody, really. But did you know that? In Europe, the Jersey Shore is referred to as Macaroni Rascals. No, but I love it. Yeah, I know. I'm Italian. I'm Italian. I can say that. All right. So this is where I ask you. I, I've got to ask you, cats, this right now. Favorite horror movie? If you guys could name one each, what's your favorite horror movie? I'm going classic. I'm going to go with Night of the Living Dead because that's how you do in Pittsburgh. If you're OG oh from gosh. Pittsburgh. True. Um, George Romero once accidentally called our parents' house. I don't know if I've, I've told you that <laughs> you story. You never told me that. You know I'm good friends with John Russo, right? Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. He George yeah, Romero was, called your I house? Was, I was sitting on the couch, and my mom said, hey, uh, you'll never believe who just called. Um, it was George A. Romero, the director. And I said, no way. That's cool. What was the question? And, Seriously. Your favorite horror movie, <laughs> so then so then here's what happens so he calls back again mm. and my mom you know my mom i remember my mom i met your oh, mom oh yes oh that's no problem are you the director <laughs> you'll never believe who just called it was george a. romero director and night of living dead oh my god so yeah so it goes back <laughs> roots yeah night of living dead for hands down for me jess Oh boy, um, I'm gonna keep. I, I like my. I like it spooky. So a uh, favorite of mine growing up was always Poltergeist. Those Ooh. always terrified me. She loved those, and I was actually pretty terrified by that. I was <laughs> like, "Go girl!" Yeah, I like spooky. I like ghosts and spooky stuff. So uh, I always gravitated towards that. Uh, yeah, that's a great great pick. Nothing wrong with that. 
still also scary. Dawn of the Dead because I love Monroeville Mall. Oh yes. You yeah, know, yeah. I went there, Erica. I went there recently with somebody from out of town to take them to because they wanted to see the site. The the museum is in there now. The uh, N O well yeah Night of the Living Dead uh, museum is in there, and it, this is very strange. In, within they put in all these Hollywood props, and you, when you walk through it, I you go through and on the right side, there's this airplane airplane seats basically, and it's the same goddamn seats that I sat in when they filmed Mindhunter, which I got into that one scene with. And I'm like, oh my god, that's like my seat, <laughs> and it's sitting in the, the in the museum. But yeah, that's my claim to fame. I remember working at a business around there, and on my lunch break, I made it a point to go to the J.C. Penney's and take a <laughs> selfie of myself. At that point, I mean, that was like back in like 2007 or something like that. Yeah, taking a picture of myself outside of the J.C. Penney's. So I was like, yeah, that's nice. Oh, classic. big deal for me. It was classic. a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a big deal for I people. I them all when I was a kid, and then watching it now, it's like it's a whole new sense of nostalgia. Plus, storyline's great. Tom Savini. I mean, it's just so Pittsburgh. You know, it brings on a lot of nostalgia. It still kind of looks the same if you go around the back. All right, so Eric, um, favorite horror movie? Um, I got it. I just, it took me a sec, but um. I got to give a shout to the first Freddy Krueger, that scene in the alleyway where there's his arms, he's kind of silhouetted, silhouetted, and his arms are just super fucking wide from one side of the alley to the yeah, other. Yeah. I had a paper, I had a paper route from fifth grade to eighth grade, and Sunday morning papers in the winter, freezing cold, dark, that really spoke to me when I saw that. Like, how do you know about that? Anyway, that's not my favorite, but it shouts. Uh, Hellraiser Terrifying. shouts. My favorite horror flick is actually uh, also a science fiction movie, The First Alien. Uh, yeah. Smokes oh, all. Yes. Smokes fucking all. Takes the, he, there's no argument. He, it's not even opinion. It's just fact suck on that it's it's terrifying Uh, no i agree i totally agree uh that the exorcist jaws if you will because it was real Uh, jaws gets overlooked because it's it's you Mm -hmm. know sea creature straight up like modern horror movies are way too tortury for me like i want a monster give me a good old-fashioned monster erica i swear to god we're yeah on the same plane but yeah jaws uh 12 days of terror is the book if you read it it actually happened folks in red bank new jersey uh four and a half people died (laughs) yeah Yeah. four and a half four and a half I have the book downstairs. I can prove that theory. Uh, all right. So I, I want to know how all of you feel about the state of hard rock and metal right now. It's fucking great. It's never been better. Everyone's trying their best. A plus, 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 plus. It's, it, it, it's <laughs> like tongue in cheek because stars, to, everybody. I th- for I me, in my, my, my opinion is that being a player, being old, being grumpy, being very <laughs> cantankerous at times where I just like yeah. fuck everything. I, everything yeah. sucks. You're a poser. People blah. love saying it's over, you know, and I'm guilty as charged with that. It's over. That's over. But there's, you have to keep an open mind to things. There's always something to see. And there's I think, always something to see. you know, there's, it's ebb and flow and everything. And so right now 
I can't tell you what I'm stoked on. That's brand spanking new, but I know there's something, mm-hmm. um, you, the question it. was like, what's the state of hard rock and metal? It's alive. Let's put it that way. Uh, we were talking about, um, earlier stoner rock is really big. It's a real hip thing. Yeah. You know, everybody's got the, you know, they got the hairdo and the beard and the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the jean jacket vest with all the patches I agree. and it's happening, dude. There's all these festivals all over. Hey, how is that bad? That's it's not. Rad. I think it's right back where it's supposed to be. It's in the garage again where it becomes real. And I think Eric Kahn, I think pretty much that's where you came from. Yeah. And so to conclude, it's it's there's things you can break it down and you'd be, you know, wow, those guys sound just like this. Or it's another band that's just playing the same four riffs from Sabbath or whatever. And you, you can you can dissect it in a way technically that can sound like. Ah, everything sucks and it's yeah, everybody can just fuck off. But on the flip side of the same coin, it's like, yeah, but it's cooking, man. And it's <laughs> there's so many bands doing it. Band and, to note right now that I'm really into is I really like the band Cobra Thieves. Hmm. A bunch of their stuff, so check that out. They got some heavy tunes, they got some melodic stuff. You can shake your bum to it. It's the whole thing. <laughs> shake your bum to it. Well, yeah. you know what, Erica and Jess, I gotta ask you, uh, how did your last Yard Panther shows go? Because I know you had some live gigs before all this shit went down. Oh, it was great. We had a great time. Yeah. You um, know. The only thing that happened, what it was our Thanksgiving show that was our second to the last show. I ended up getting the flu, but this was 2019, and that's where you just the show must go on. So she did it. I went and I did it, and I did a show a couple of weeks later. She sounded then, like Lemmy. <laughs> and then I, we, Jess and I agreed. We we're like, we're just going to wait until you know after the winter's over, do a yeah. show in the spring. But unluckily for us, that well, was May of 2020, and that did not happen. Hmm. And you know, just in the interest of like everybody and everything right now, we're we're not playing any live shows. We have some ideas for some new songs and stuff coming out. Um, so maybe in 2022, like hopefully if everything, we're always making something. We'll be know? making, you know, if we're not ma- doing Yard Panther, we'll be making some Boku Skew TV fashion trash and stuff. We'll, we'll keep ourselves occupied with something. But as for now, yeah, 2021 is a bust for us. But yeah, hopefully in 2022, mid to late 2022, maybe we'll get out to playing a show or something like that again. That'd be fun. I say, yeah, I say totally redo that um, Walk Like an Egyptian bit you did downstairs i'm honestly when you girls when you girl dude seriously man the three of you could do it uh fox again exactly exactly but foxy death box again i think we lost the con um yeah, Foxy Deathbox. I keep finding your shit in my in Helm's Deep downstairs. You know, that was like fun. there are remnants. No, ladies, there are remnants of your. <laughs> there are remnants of you your existence downstairs, right under my feet, right now at Helm's Deep, and I keep I finding it. I keep finding it. Video of myself singing some misfits at the Thirty First Street Pub, and I was like, "Well, there's a blast from the past." Yeah, boy, Aww. we used to have fun, didn't we? <laughs> that was fun. fun times. All right. Yeah, <laughs> fun. Well, we always have fun, you know, and yeah, that's yeah. the important thing in life, and that's my best advice to anybody. Just have some fun. That's with it. the goal. You exactly. Seriously, and just have fun. Bingo. Yeah. Rock and roll, motherfuckers. So, who is coming up on Fashion Trashin'? Plug it, spooktacular, and tell us how to find it. 
Oh my gosh. So this Saturday, tune into Bokusku TV on YouTube at eight o'clock central time. I want to tune in a little bit earlier. Jess and I may be around to chat with you guys and after the show, just Maybe see what you thought, out. see what you're stoked about. Anyways, we hope you guys enjoy the show. We got a lot of cool people on this show. We got folks from bands like White Zombie, Fireball Ministry, Lunatics, Babes in Toyland, and just like a slew of like really cool folks like this guy here, Eric Kahn from the band Tia Carrera, which you should check out now on any kind of musical platform you may have available. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> However, just just tune in. We hope you have a laugh. We hope you have a spooky Halloween, but not too spooky. Like keep it safe and everything, but you know, just have fun, laugh along with us. If you feel so inclined, you know, check out some jams, check out our Patreon, all that jam. But, uh, you all know, right. just tune in, man. Tune in, give it a like, give it a share. Yeah. It means the world to us. We really appreciate y'all. Yeah. And Miss Jess, uh, what do you got to plug there? And both of you should, like Twitter and where do we find you? Oh, Twitter's hard. Twitter's I hate. Like I don't like. Sometimes. I don't like it. Love Instagram. I love Instagram a good works. picture. I'm like, yeah. here's a picture. I'm just like bad <laughs> with words. Here's some emojis. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> here's some emojis. Here's a picture. Like I don't know. Check out our merchandise. Check out our show. Here's what we're making. At fashion trashing. At fashion dot trashing on Instagram, and uh, personal page. Uh, YouTube.com slash TV. Mr. Eric Kahn, this is where you go. Tell them where to get all your music. Do you have merch? Sure. Do you have T-shirts? Yeah, we do. Uh, it, it, I was I was going to say something a minute ago regarding the gals here. <laughs> a lot of the real, more like really intense, uh, creative offerings in the world lack one thing, and that is um, promotion. Because a lot of us who are making stuff, whether we're old salts in rock and roll, you know, playing in bands or do whatever, um, the one thing that I, I've learned here in my early 50s is that, you know, we never got the, the gift of, you know, got the gift of gab, but not the gift of self-promotion. The whole like, hey, check my shit out. Mm. Um, and so just in this interview, I've noticed with some of your, your, your questions for the girls – and then just now for me, it's just like, man, you know what? I should be able to tell you where to score Tia Carrera merch because right? we have it. But fuck if I know. Yeah, it, we don't. Eric, Eric, we, that, you we, know what I mean? Yeah, um, we don't think like that. We don't. Player in the yeah. world. Anyway, um, but as far as the tunes go, <laughs> you know, we're not rock stars. We're musicians. We're just regular dudes, um, regular humans, I should say. It's not even gender specific. Um, we are male, but anyway, we are, one people. We are just people being creative. Um, Rock. You can find Tia Carrera on all any of the the usual shit. Um, if you want us to get the money, go to Spotify or specifically smallstonerecords.com or Cosmic with a K and uh, Z Cosmic Artifacts. That's out of Germany.com. They got our shit. Um, but you wherever you normally find music you can peep it and then buy it um and you know instagram jason morales uh t carrera 1970 i think that's his handle it might have changed and i'm fucking it up um <laughs> kurt christensen facebook eric con e-r-i-k-c-o-n-n look us up we're just people and if you want to 
get something from us, dude, just reach out and go, hey, dudes, I heard your fucking bullshit, and, uh, <laughs> you know, bullshit, I, so I, I can that tell that you bullshit. like to drink beer, and, like, yeah, I like skate independent 169s, man, no shit, all right, and then all of a sudden, we're friends, because wow. we're not... We're, we're still just in to grassroots, man. Grassroots. Boom. So I can't plug too much other than the next show, which if you're in the Austin area, it's at Sam's Town Point this Saturday, 16th from 4 to 7. It's Andrew Duplantis' 50th birthday party. Um, he was the first official bass player for Tia Carrera. Not the first bass player, but the first official bass player um, it's on Slaughter and Man Shack. It's right there. It's you know, it's, it's central. A, it's an OG. It's <laughs> the proverbial <laughs> party at the Moon Tower in Austin, Texas. Nice. That's a that's a Days and Confused reference. Um, but anyway, after that, we're gonna play um, a boogie van party at um, going to that too Sunday afternoon Ooh. at Kind of Tropical, also also in Austin. Woo. That's in East Austin. That's a fun party. Um, another early Daytime. free show where, you know, you don't have to. Daytime, 12 to 4 p.m. Central Time, folks. Come on, man. Please, Easy please come peasy. Come on out. It's you know? fun. You don't have to have tickets. There's a costume You don't have to contest. make sure your hair's cut right. You don't have to have your best <laughs> jeans <laughs> on. Oh, awesome. um, People will be there. There's a costume anyway, contest. Anyway, we were supposed to tour before the sickness um, in Europe. We had a full. Shit three and a half weeks in Europe. Wow, nice. So we're, like, on a more professional level, we are really still trying to do shit. That, um, that's going to come back. I think that's going to come back. It's trying to come back. We're playing oh, We're sure. playing a couple festivals already oh, sure. in 2022. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say what those are yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> but fuck it. That's a, the sound that you just heard is my favorite beer, Modelo yeah. Especial. <laughs> I, the significance I, of that plug right there is we're playing the the heavy stoner jam in molito spain uh 2022 and we are drinking we are drinking in austin right now folks all right Uh, get a grip um iheart radio folks iheart radio folks thank you so much for listening uh coming up dude dandy brown's coming up we got the spotlights and not the but it's just spotlights coming up yeah, Ipecac Records and great band. yeah, phenomenal. That, That's gonna be coming up in two down weeks. That road, you should also hit up Shiner. And yeah, love that band. Yes. They're great. I love That's Shiner. That's family right there. That's another conversation. That's family oh, right there. we have a whole another episode to do, man. Shiner is great. Uh, actually, Erica turned me on to them a long time ago. She doesn't remember that, but um, anyway, so fashion trashing on YouTube, Doctor Peeler. The issue number one is out right now. Go to burningbulbpublishing.com. Pick up your first issue because, trust me, issue two is almost done. It's so worth it. It's fun. Um, anyway, merch, music, sites. I think we covered all of that. Did we cover? Yeah, just go to Instagram. Yeah. Just Google Fashion Trash and you'll find yeah. us. Boom. Exactly. And we did not cover. Eric, what song are we going to go out with? Are you still there? Of course not. Hello? Hello? Okay, are we still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. Tia what? Carrera. There was a phone call. C-A-R-R-E-R-A. If you see the E with the little dash on it, nah. 
it's not legit. It's not it. You know, it's totally legit, but it's not us. Saturday <laughs> at uh, Boku Skew TV, youtube.com slash Boku Skew TV for some seriously spooky Halloween spectacular <laughs> 666 this weekend. Folks. Uncanny fun. We got, we got members of White Zombie, Luna Chicks, L7, out. Babes in Toyland. All the greatest bands that you grew up with that you Wait, know and love. You didn't tell me about L seven. Did you get Jennifer Finch? Um, no, Susie Gardner and her, oh, and her cool and her man Hank Topless, who's they're they're just like super cool, super nice people. Okay, really honored to have them on the show. They do a great job every time. We may have cut out there. I asked uh, Erica what what band um he uh, band what song he wants us to go out with. Oh, Eric with a K, no A. What's the choices that you have lined up? Oh, there's so many. All right. Well, I have several we did not hit on, but I like, oh, God. Like uh, your favorite, David. Like your favorite. your show. It's your show. You, you I, like, I kind of like Hazy Winter. I do, too. It's a good one. That's a short one. That's 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 Jason. Um Man, I don't know. Uh, Wait, did she say warrant? I'm not going to go out with warrant. No, no that's yeah. what interrupted our phone call is because I got a scam likely phone call. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, yeah, trust me. Yeah, I'm getting them the whole time. All right, so uh, Hazy Winner? Yeah. Host choice. Perfect. Dead tet. All right. Love it. All right. Girls, give me some Pittsburghies right now. Again, have a good Halloween, Annette. Make sure ain't no razor blades up in that candy, Annette. Make sure you get your pumpkin spice cheeseburgers down at Fat Fats Casual Dining Karaoke Bar. That's because Charlie Chippy Ham told you so. Oh, look, Cinnamon Charles. It's me, Cinnamon Charles, here to tell you guys. Yeah, tune in Saturday. Oh, my God. I bit, off. Be fun. I bit off more than I can fucking chew ever. That was awesome. <laughs> Erica, it's not funny because I'm still in it, okay? All right. I love you guys. Thank you for love doing you this. Too, Take care. Happy yeah. Halloween. Bye, guys. Thanks Bye. for listening to us ramble on. Have a spectacular Halloween. Tune in. Have a good time. Keep Thank you. Okay. Love you. Laid out. My t-shirt. I, I love to hate you. All right. <laughs>
Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. DC, I host the rock podcast Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. 